This copyrighted podcast of the James Perspective has been paid for and funded by James M. Wilkerson. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or other use of this podcast are a permutation and combination of words and sentences used in this podcast without the express written consent of James M. Wilkerson and the James Perspective is strictly prohibited. today thank you that voice means that sarah is back from japan that's exactly it thank you for that how how do you say good morning and you say you heard that a few times when you were there uh uh, like every day that we went there yeah you know you know the question was asked to be the most while you were gone Hmm. why japan why did like people keep on asking that it's really just because i'm into so much anime that i couldn't help but go over there i'm just kidding what's your favorite no <laughs> we're um, gonna have a long discussion with yeah. you. no with um i actually was talking to somebody recently about how like i probably will start watching anime i want to um i'm going to answer that question in just a second i'm going to get it off like somewhere else now uh I I do want to learn Japanese because I was trying to learn it as much as I could before I left, and it really did help. But I do have a list of words and phrases that I want to know for the next country that I go to. Like if I go to Italy, I want to have these specific things because that's what I say the most often. Um, and so uh, I actually chose Japan just because I think that the culture is fascinating, and I think it's absolutely gorgeous as far as both the landscape and the architecture goes. It's um. It's so different, and I've heard nothing but good things about the people, and all of those things were true. So um, I, I absolutely adored that trip, and I adored Japan. The only thing that kind of, like, got to me was just how many people there were. Um, they live on top of each other like ants. Yeah, but in, but if you go spread out, if you go to another part of it, it gets a lot better. But um, but you're talking Tokyo, you're kind of on top of everybody. Yeah, yeah, and we weren't even in the main part of Tokyo. Um, like we were, I I think I'm, I keep on saying this to people, <laughs> like we were in a business section of it. I think that we were. Um, I think that the hotel that we were staying in, it was like more business like area. Um, but it was because it was really close to like a national garden. It was huge and it was perfect for our specific situation. Um, like Herman Park in Houston. Exactly like that. I was just thinking, Herman (laughs) Park in Houston, that's the one. In the United States. Can we find an analogy? God, that's it. Herman Park. <laughs> the park that we went to was actually really cool, though, because it started off, like, I thought it was going to be just a smaller area, but it just got bigger and bigger as you went and had so many different types of gardens, um, multiple, like, tea houses and, like, a restaurant and everything in there, too. Um, so I, I really, um, I didn't get, like, the full Tokyo experience that you would expect where you go into um, the main area and see all these, like, so the main, what you mean by that? Not, not being, um, I'm not being smarty. Yeah. If you say, what's the main area of Houston? I go, well, you're talking about downtown. You're talking about, what, you know, of course, where the baseball field is. Are you talking mm-hmm. about the Galleria? Yeah. Are you talking about? I think it's like the same thing there where there are like different main areas, um, just depending on what you want to go see. But 
the garden that we went to, like you wouldn't go to Tokyo, I don't think, just to visit that garden alone. Like people want to go see the Godzilla Hotel or um, the like Tokyo Tower. They have like a huge shrine there. And so there's like a lot of main attractions where you want to go at least try one of those before um, you leave Tokyo. But we didn't do any of that, like literally none of it. We just went to this gorgeous garden. Yeah, um, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. I, my... Uh... Me, I'd rather go on to the garden. Yeah, yeah, I know about that. Um, and and it, 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 I don't. If I go to Dallas, the last thing I'm going to do is go to Six Flags. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the, the tourist things are not the. But it was the same thing for mom. Like, so I do want to go do the whole like Tokyo thing someday. I want to go to Tokyo and like really do Tokyo. I want to go do that in Kyoto too because we really um, like we really just went and saw shrines and stuff. But I know there's a lot more to do in Kyoto. Um, and then, uh, I want to go hiking in the North. I think that'd be really pretty. My my wife wants to go to, uh, Disney world. Yes. We, and Hong Kong, which is in Japan, according to my wife. <laughs> uh, I had to inform her. No, dear. That's China now. <laughs> <laughs> they do have, um, they do have like a Japanese, um, what is it Disney World or Disneyland or whatever yeah yeah in um, Tokyo yeah in Tokyo and my friend was going to go to it and she was trying to invite me and my mom but they ended up not going and we were leaving immediately after we got that boat so um, there was no chance of it but if we went there you all would have gotten just nothing but a lot of Tokyo uh, themed animal stuffed animals probably yeah and that's why she was less interested but the ones in shanghai and hong kong have some really cool stuff according oh. to my wife okay so theirs was a lot cooler Let's yeah get so to know. they can you know take your identity and uh, we, you know use it against you the story the story <laughs> that 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 they told you they always do those people come back with stories and and sarah's a good very good storyteller but um they were at the airport and sarah had a blue suitcase that was old and worn down but that's what she had some stuff in and it wasn't there when they got to tokyo but there was an identical bag except newer floating around and around and sarah realized oh someone's got my bag and there's her bag so she got a, a man that was working there and was able to to convey to him that the wrong suitcase was I mean, if someone took the wrong suitcase, and then what did, how did he, you know, he, let's oh, yeah, yeah. He so, um, yeah, he, um, he treated it like his, it was his own suitcase that was lost, and, um, immediately put two and two together, knowing, like, that suitcase looks like the same suitcase, so he took the information from the newer suitcase and um tracked it down and so like here they'd like just have you fill out a form or whatever and hope for the best uh but he he led me over to the form filling area and said don't fill this out yet i'll be right back and he took off and um and i knew like it was him and somebody else they were very determined to get that bag and um very shortly after he he had it back to me um so it was it was truly an impressive thing to come into like we had just gotten off of an almost 14 hour plane and we're absolutely exhausted and it was just really nice to not have to fight with somebody over like logic where i feel like if we were in america and i was like my bag looks like their bag so maybe you'll we call, call the number them. on here yeah yeah and they they there would be a fight <laughs> yeah there's 
it's got a tag on it, sir. That's what they tell me. The tag will track it. It's It's in Bucapest, Hungary, right now. You know, they'll say stuff. Yeah, and it was like that's that. It was just so frustrating. Um, Yeah, the the way they were describing it, Charlotte and Sarah describing it was that that doing a good job Mm -hmm. was a, a source of pride to them. Yes, like every every. Every single person that we dealt with, um, like if we went to a shop, they would package things with care. And if you were going to buy something um, that was like higher quality, they like showed it to you and they were like determined to make sure you knew that you were getting a very good product. And um, I mean, like that suitcase, we brought it, we brought another suitcase while we were there. And that suitcase is incredible. Like it, it's the smoothest rolling suitcase and like the way that it fits everything. Maybe it's just I'm used to old suitcases, but. Um, <laughs> You've never had a new one. I know. And I was like, wow, it actually works. But no, um, the people were just so kind and they were so um, like just well put together and clean and um like hardworking and i just all of those things i admire well, the reason i like the united states is, is that that sounds like that would be hard to compete here yeah you just got to do a decent job when you're at the top yeah <laughs> hell you just have to show up on time ready to work <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's that like my theory and Sarah saying those is my theory was in school <laughs> everybody didn't want to take the hard teachers and that's a foolish thing you can distinguish yourself with the hard teachers. You can't distinguish yourself with the easy ones. But that's not easy. It does sound like it means hard to compete with just the regular people there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, probably is. Yeah. Um, now, did you see the Tokyo Asusan boy? Thank you. No, I did not. We we uh, drove through Tokyo really fast. Okay. Yeah. Dang, I would have wanted to picture James is it. obsessed with the Tokyo Asusan boy. Uh, I, I don't know about obsessed with it, but... I have a wife and daughter who went to Tokyo, didn't have the courtesy to take a picture of the Tokyo Shoeshine Boy. I wouldn't even know where to find there that, unfortunately. Go. He uh, was not listed in, like, you know, you can get into, uh, into like, maps. What is it? Yeah, mine is just labeled maps. And if you scroll into certain areas, if it's, like, a big enough um attraction then it'll have like a little picture thing that pops up and you can click it and scroll through pictures and like it's like a more interactive experiment or experience and um i was doing that around tokyo as we were driving through it and i never saw tokyo's shusan boy so that must not be like that must be kind of out of date now um more racist that that probably i know it was off the movie mash that, how does that change the fact that it might be a little racist? Which was Korea? It's not Korigador. <laughs> it's just Korea. A lousy little war, but it's sure good to see you. That's all the match, too. We came here for a staircase. Yes. Yeah, another movie reference, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it, I, I have one more thing before I start it over to all you. Right. Thing. We're going to be no all going to be talking a very, 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 very fun topic or at least I was interested in it uh, but but I got to give you a mini conspiracy I absolutely couldn't even verify one bit of this fact okay. but there's a main shooter that shooter from Maine they can't find yeah um, his parents said I'm telling you there have been no warnings this guy has been normal up until recently he got a hearing aid and that hearing aid helped him hear everybody else better but he was also hearing voices. 
from the hearing aid. <laughs> and Charlotte thinks that that was the FBI or CIA setting people off. <laughs> well, you know, a year ago, I would have said, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> In 2023, I'm going, wow, that's a glinky dink. That's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, Mom was just talking about getting a hearing aid, or maybe it was me. Oh, she, she said, maybe I don't want one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this morning, she said that. I wow. thought that was a that was a good conspiracy. Mm. I happened That's upon it. Good. I, 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 I'm a comment reader. I read all the comments to the articles, and that was one of them. That well, you know, it was in that article, but I couldn't confirm it anywhere. Right. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's going to be. That's not the last shooting we'll see. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So, with the main the main attraction today, now that we're 12 minutes in, hmm. the stairway to heaven. It's not the stairway to heaven. This is uh, the chapel at um, Loreto. It's in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And it is a uh, French-inspired Gothic cathedral, small chapel. And call it small. It's like 30-foot ceilings and stuff like that. But it is rather Compared small. to the medieval ones in France. Right, but it's very much like that. It's okay. very pretty. And uh, it has its original... Um, stained glass, which if you know anything about ancient stained glass, that was almost considered gemstones at the time. Um, making glass in different colors was shrouded in mystery at the time and somewhat akin to alchemy. But anyway, the, uh, the thing is extremely beautiful. Uh, it is now privately owned. And you can actually, if you want to get married there, you can rent it out to be married. So, you know, it's an attraction. So it's just a wedding venue. Right now, yes. <laughs> but back in the day, it wasn't. It was the uh, basically uh, John Baptiste uh, Lemay or Lemo. Lemo, Lamy. If you're if you're from uh, Louisiana, it's Lamy. Lamy. Yeah. <laughs> um, you sure? He. Um, I won't say it. I, I hadn't had Vivance and I held myself back. You know that what I was about to say was really bad. Yeah, okay. well, it was going to be very horrible. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, he uh, in the early 1800s, he was down in that area. He became a basically became it was a territory at the time he was there so it wasn't an actual parish or a, you know official they had another name for it i forget the name but um he was down there uh trying to basically as a young man become the bishop of that area diocese it wasn't a diocese and it wasn't a parish it was a bishopric Bishopric. So I don't know. It, they had a name I've never heard. Running out of Catholic terms. Yeah, I know. And that's a, my Catholic terms are not real good. But anyway, I'm um, not going to be able to answer that either. He was. He was a. Uh, he, you know, he was trying to do the right thing. He had been uh, up in Virginia as a parish priest there for about ten years after he got out of seminary and uh, went to America. And he uh, he was going down there, and he was trying to. There was a couple of little practices that he was trying to stop. One was the uh, priests down there had concubines, 
That's very unfortunate. Uh, what what year was this? 1800s. Yeah. Uh, mid 1800s. Yeah. This is about the time of the Crimean War. Okay. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, he was trying to put an end to that practice, and eventually did. He then decided that he needed a school for girls down there because they weren't being taught, in his opinion. Uh, which sounds, you know, for the time, like, wow, girls' school, that's... After he had a guy who had concubines. Yeah. Was his name Biden? No, okay. but there's probably some way I can hook that to my right. belly. Anyway, <laughs> um, the, uh, then this, this kind of caused, you know, the other priests to say, we do not recognize you as our leader. And and I'm I'm putting some broad strokes. This has a little to do with the story. He said broad. Yeah, I know. Anyway, um, they uh, he had to actually go get the he had paperwork that he had saying I am your boss now, basically. And he said, look, I am your boss. But they had to go to a um, another priest in the area, which was quite a ways at the time and they had to they you know the priest went yeah he's got the paperwork he's your boss and then things started to settle down may i say this i have read the uh what do they call the canon laws Mm -hmm. and that's right they they will do just that (laughs) they will send you a letter and say he's your boss yeah and that's it yep and so yeah you know begrudgingly um, he kind of had to, they stepped aside. Did cause some a riff or two. But then he had the problem that he didn't have a school for girls. He had worked with a uh, group of nuns in Virginia who had themselves, uh, that, that was their ministry. Their ministry was teaching young girls and establishing schools. So he contacted them, and they sent seven or eight nuns to help him start schools. Well, back then, travel was not exactly easy, and it was in a territory that had been known for years as this is where all the criminals go because there's no law there. And so some of the sisters, uh, one actually died of dysentery. Cholera, I'm sorry, not dysentery, cholera. And uh, one was not able to continue, so five of the sisters did make it there. Uh, it was very hard. And they then commissioned a chapel. Uh, basically, they were establishing a school and a um, convent. And the LeMay said, you know, you really need a chapel so you can worship right where you're working instead it was a long ways to the other chapels or churches and so he had a french builder come in and build in the gothic french style a small chapel lorenzo chapel Uh, it was beautiful it was took year a couple years to get complete so like the roads in ruston yeah, but a lot faster than the roads in Ruston. Faster than the roads in Okay, then the quick quick trip. Sure. Maybe. Yeah, we sure. might we might we might go quick trip. Quick trip. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm trying to relate it to something. 
Yeah, it's kind of like the quick trip, I guess, uh, but uh, French Gothic style. Yeah, uh, just imagine quick trip with stained glass. Stained glass. Yeah, it's a quick trip with stained glass <laughs> from Europe. Gotcha. Yes, All right, we'll, exactly we'll call like it that. that, James. We anyway. figured it out. Uh, but then um, what then happened was the, uh, and I forget his name right now, of course, the French architect who was building this. And, you know, back then, the architects would stay on site and, you know, finish the project, mm -hmm. unlike today. Uh, but they, that was to keep the plumbers from leaving. That, yeah, yeah. That, that's a personal story there, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, uh, well, they, they were almost complete, and then he died, the architect. Really? Yeah. Do you know how he died? Yes. Yes. That's a fun story. Fun hey, hey, my guess is his heart stopped beating. Well, yeah, that after they shot him. Yeah. He got uh, shot. No. The nuns. Turns out they got too Wild West style and they just lit up that guy. Because he was cheating with the... Uh, it wasn't the nuns, sorry. It wasn't a nun. It wasn't the nuns that did it. He was uh, cheating with Baptiste's... Uh, not Baptiste, but somebody's wife. Yeah, there's. Uh, I think it was like his niece's nephew's wife. Yeah, his nephew's wife. She was quite wife. pretty. Yeah. And uh, he was a looker, is what they would call it. Yeah, and so he was cheating with her, and the nephew came out. You know, he came out of her room after uh, supposed, you know, relations, mm -hmm. and uh, he was shot. That's by, why. By who? By the, by the husband. By the husband, oh. the nephew. Yeah, the nephew husband. Yeah. Uh, I guess it was really the Wild West back then. Yeah. He, they or were Northwest. Around. Yeah. Um, there was really no forgiveness in his heart either. So So it was, it was bad. Mm -hmm. The problem with that is it was almost complete, except for there's, you know, in most of these cathedrals, there is a place for the choir to be. And it's 22 feet up in the air. Okay. So, but there's no way to get up there. Why, why was there no place? Well, because, because he, he never finished it. He, either he never finished it or it was not supposed to be there to begin with. So it's like the choir off at the, at the Episcopal Church. Pissed off the Capalian. Yeah, Pissed that one. Pissed <laughs> <laughs> Have you had your eye man? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it's 22 feet in the air, and they said, well, we'll just get you a ladder. Every carpenter they got, the nuns said, could you fix something? Could you make a staircase? Yeah, well, we can make a staircase, but we're going to have to take out almost like a quarter of the pews. Mm -hmm. And they said, that's not going to work. We need these. So they said, well, the only other way is where we get everybody else up in ladders. Well, the nuns said, look how I'm dressed. Mm -hmm. How am I getting up there? And the habits at that time were... Ooh, quite extensive. Mm -hmm. They were in the 60s. I can imagine what they were like back then. Oh, they, it was like, I don't know how they didn't pass out every day. They were so clothed. I don't know how women Yeah, and you think about drown. it too, like it was in New Mexico. That would be a really hot time for them. It's either very hot or very cold there, isn't it? Yes, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every minute of every day, it's either hot or cold or now. Hmm. One of the two. And uh, the hot is not like Louisiana hot, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, they think it's hot. And I go, eh, guys, this is a cool day in Louisiana. Anyway. <laughs> exactly. 70 is not hot, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, Japan felt amazing. 
amazing and um some people thought that it was a little bit warm out uh during the first part of our trip because we were in the south uh, i I think japan's not far off of being where new york city is you Mm -hmm. know that that latitude yeah yeah yeah, it's probably pretty close um now you go there and and so they're they've got this dilemma they can't get up there to have the choir and it's because of this philandering guy. He just didn't do his business. He was he was he did too much business. Let's put it that way. <laughs> he was in the monkey business, not the stair business. Yeah, and he he apparently there's lots of indications he was going to say, yeah, we're going to have a ladder. Yeah, because the the blueprints that they had for it, like, because after he died, they were trying to figure out what his plan was with it, and there was no plan in his plans for how to get up there. So it really did seem like ladder is what he was going to go for um because that's what was happening i bet he was time. saying i'm gonna stand at the bottom of the ladder and hold it yeah here. that's uh, what <laughs> yeah well he did see he wasn't he did like the ladies apparently yeah, so, so, yeah, so there um, you go. I thought that was a good plan after all yeah but uh <laughs> so they had for two years it stood uncomplete and okay. they, they consulted with several Art, like architects and carpenters or whatever they were to try to figure it out. So it wasn't yeah, just like they left it. Mainly yeah, woodworkers. Yeah. Yeah. And what did they say? Uh, ladder. Ladder. You need so a ladder. You need sure. a ladder. And so... Uh, or take out... Or we got to take out like, you know, 20, 30, 40% of your pews. It was, it was a large number. Of the, basically, it would have been a staircase with a row. You know? <laughs> I got you. All right, now, I'm picturing this. Okay, so at the time, you've got to remember... They just run stringers, and the stringers are the sides of the uh, staircase, right? And they put boards across them. That's the staircase. And they were just at the end of their rope, and so they did a nine-day novena, praying to um, St. Joseph, Joseph, not the baby aspen, but uh, the actual patron city of carpenters. And uh, they prayed and prayed and prayed. And on the ninth day, they described him as an old man, showed up and said, I'll build you a staircase. And I won't take out hardly any of the pews. Maybe I I just need this space. And it was a very small space he said he needed. And so they said, okay, he goes, my one requirement is I need some tubs of water. And no one else will help me, and no one will see me while I'm doing it. Then he, he, some say it was very quick. Some say it took a year or two uh, to build. And when it was done, there was a spiral double helix staircase with no center post. If you've seen spiral staircases, most of them have a center post to support it. This had, was an unsupported double helix. So ba- basically, think of taking this long... Um, Slinky. Yeah, and then twisting it twice. Okay. And, oh, I got you. And it was a double helix. And you can actually see right through, up through it. There's no center pose. And um, it's made out of spruce. Now, the thing about spruce is it's not a native plant to that area. Uh, in northern New Mexico, there is some spruce. Isn't that what Howard Hughes made his plane out of? Spruce goose, yeah. Uh, spruce is a lightweight, strong wood. Uh, there is a lot of spruce in Europe, which we'll get to later. 
But anyway, he they had this staircase, this double helix. It did not have, and if you look at it today, you can go online and look at it. It has this really kind of robust railing on it, uh, which is also pretty beautiful by itself, but it didn't have that railing originally. It had no railing. It just had stairs up. Oh, really? So there's the, wow. And the stairs are designed to kind of bounce a little bit. They give. In other words, the staircase gives, so, it, you know, um, shrinking and, you know, different colds, it, it makes it so it doesn't break. So if Sister Rotunda went up there, it would be a little freaky outy. It is- was freaky outy to everybody who went up there. In fact, sometimes they would crawl up or crawl down. But it was still a, an impossible staircase to these sisters where they were like, we don't know what to do or how to get up there. So at least they were able to get up there even if it was a little freaky. And uh, that was, you know, their prayers answered. Now, they said they were so happy, so incredibly happy with the, the result. And the, And if you... I looked at this thing in person, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. As somewhat of an amateur woodworker in part of my life, I can't even believe how he did it. And that he did it without glue or nails or screws of any kind. What? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's all it's all fitted. just dowels. Wow. Now, the dowels make sense if you because what... You know, if you have a screw or a nail, over time, they're going to work themselves out, actually. Or, over time, they will degrade the wood, one of the two. So it makes sense that he didn't, He, if he knew how, he wouldn't do that. Now, that makes it somewhat miraculous just to me because it is it is so flawless. I, I was trying to find gaps or something. Did you see the things about the uh, the the staircase professionals that went there? Yes. So we we'll can get that. Oh, yeah, we get that later. Okay, I didn't know, but I was just you were talking about how amazing it was, and it's like it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know anything about woodworking, but it's amazing. Yeah, and it, it, we'll get into that a little bit here in a minute. But so you have this miraculous staircase. They don't know where the wood came from, and the person who built it did not ask for payment and was gone because they were going to have a huge banquet for him in his honor, and no one could find him. They even put uh, ads in the local newspaper trying to find it. Did they try to get Rick Dalton on him? If I knew who Rick Dalton was, I could tell you. Bounty law. Bounty law, yes. No, you mean Dog the Bounty Hunter? No, he wasn't there. No, 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 it's from, um, what's it called? From Once Upon a Time time in Hollywood. Yeah, we got Rick, uh, yeah, Dalton on there. I missed that. Another movie reference, ladies and gentlemen. I can't believe it. Gosh, where are they coming from? Well, Rick Dalton would have found them. Well, Rick Dalton might have found him later. But, uh, so, there's all this mystery. And there was speculation that it was St. Joseph who actually built it, that he showed up in a corporeal form. I love the Catholics. Yeah. I really do. They believe in miracles. You believe this is a miracle, don't you, Sarah? Uh, I do think that the novena worked. Was yes. it St. Was it Saint Joseph? No. What? But was it a miracle? Yes. Yeah, we'll talk about why it was a miracle Yeah. Uh, here in a bit. But anyway, uh, so you have this legend built up, and uh, it just, you know, it's a tourist attraction, a major attraction in Santa Fe, New Mexico, which is 
as someone who just got back from there, it is a beautiful place and has an incredible amount of, to do with the art history of this country, by the way. Mm. Now, most people don't know that, but it's it, it was during the Depression, uh, a mecca for artists. All right, so let me tell you this, Sarah. So I think I can correct me if I'm wrong, Glenn, obviously. But John Hayfley lived in the positive, positivist side of New Mexico, and his sister-in-law lives in the postmodern counterculture artsy can I say artsy fartsy you can say artsy fartsy yeah, here on this channel I've don't do it, it in Santa Fe though okay yeah. <laughs> trust me you can't even have your dog bark at night there oh how do you handle it you just like muzzle them you gotta kill it oh oh no, no. <laughs> you don't have to kill your dog <laughs> but it was an interesting call that my sister-in-law Susan got from her security personnel really? at her, uh, you know, her neighborhood, who said your dog's barking and we've had some complaints. I just can imagine living in a Nazi neighborhood. No. Mm -mm. And and I can promise you that Oscar wouldn't like it. And yeah, you have true. to turn your lights off at night. No. Yes. Well, actually, okay, I do that anyway. I'm a, I am I get irritated if people don't turn their lights off, but... Because um, it's a non-light-polluting area, and I don't, you have to watch the stars at night. I don't care if others do or don't turn off their lights. I turn off my own lights because I don't like to waste energy because that's money. But um, other people, it's like, I don't care what you do. As long as it's not like making my and it, and it's, it is voluntary, right? That neighborhood's voluntarily dark. It's not New Mexico. Yeah, well, that Mexico isn't that way. But there are, you know, when you're up on kind of a very close to a hill, mountainous region, people want to see the stars. They are spectacular, by the way. Yeah. You know, is, if you're gonna is. if you're gonna voluntarily live there, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, if you like play by the rules. That's part of the rules of yeah. your neighbor. Right? But I don't understand how dogs barking would interfere with you looking at the stars for aliens. Well, aliens don't like barking dogs. Ah, uh, my bad. Yeah, they like. I'm just telling you. Yeah, they like. Yeah, they but like, the dogs are what also can pick up the train. The um, that's what they're robots. barking at. I'm pretty sure. Mm. Uh, we've gotten way off the topic here. All right, so and I did it. So so to get back on it, they they, they started looking for him. Bounty law. Yeah. Okay. They were trying to find him because they wanted to thank him for and and the only thing no one saw him constructed. By the way. And the only thing the sister saw was wood soaking in the tubs they'd given because he needed hot uh, water. That makes sense. I was wondering about the tubs. Okay. Okay. And, I was almost pregnant. And they had the tubs there. That's all they ever saw him do because he worked when no one was there. And so if they would go in there to pray, he would leave. And stop working. Yeah, he said, I'm not working in front of these women. And I, I, don't, I think that was... We'll talk about why I think that is, but so let me make sure there's something now. You didn't get to walk on him; you just got to get up close and observe. Yes, you can't walk on him anymore. But I could get close enough that. Well, how are people getting up to the car, car loft? They don't do that. It's anymore. a private. Like uh, back in the day, that would have been how they took the route. But um, nowadays, they're just trying to preserve it because it's such a. Um, a beautiful historical. mystery. Yeah. Historical. Yeah. The only thing that bothers me about the whole thing is it gave. I don't think Jesus would make it give. Hmm? 
You don't think Jesus has any flexibility? <laughs> I see, James. <laughs> Fine. Touche. We'll go there. Touche. <laughs> uh, so um, it was it started to remain this mystery, and it got deeper and deeper as a mystery. And uh, they they also thought that perhaps um, St. Joseph sent somebody to do it. Uh, that that was another speculation, and then you get to uh, probably the I don't know if we we're going to jump here or not, but the the thing that they did have when was the it was in the 1980s that they had the the thing the convention yeah um. ironically <laughs> there is a national association of stair builders. I think, okay. that was, I think that was 2018. I think. 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, Recently. Yes. Yeah. That they had their convention in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Now, Santa Fe, New Mexico, it, it, it would be a great place for a convention. They have lots of centers. They have lots of to do. Lots of stairs. Lots of stairs, for Any sure. Any Shushan boys? I did not see any shoeshine boys. I did see them in the airport. I can't remember which airport it was, but we did see some shoe shiners. Um, I'm so disappointed, you guys. That's the last thing I asked you to do. I think that was in um, I think that was in Colorado though, and so I really technically wasn't like a Tokyo shoe shiner, but I did see shoe shiners. Um, I thought they were. I was gonna hang that up on that that wall, that red wall I've got when I thought it. Well, if you requested it, then we could have gotten you something, but you never said anything about it. Until you get back. Yeah, it's kind of like it gives a, you all sorts of trouble about it. I get like it. It's a female thing to do where it's just like, how dare you not read my mind and get me a Tokyo shoe shine yeah. present whenever I didn't ask for anything. Oh, speaking of that, I have your present um, from Japan. But we need to get back to the story. I'm all right. sorry. So we need to get back to the story. Um, and there, I'll go more chronologically than we'll go with um, a lady who wrote, who decided she's an amateur historian. What was her name? Good gravy. Um, Mary Cook, I believe, was her name. Anyway, I know, I know Jane Ellen Cook. Well, I don't think that's her. Hmm. Um, Tech people are going to who that is. In the tooth. She was able to, she got very interested in the staircase. I can see why. And she started looking into history. And, and she published a book, I believe, in 1990. Uh, but she was in the 80s looking into this because she goes, this is very strange. There had been one test at that time of a small piece of wood they came out of the they would they allowed a piece of wood to be taken to be tested the only thing they conclusively proved it was spruce mm -hmm. they didn't know what kind because they didn't have a big enough sample and they were you know obviously if i was them whoever owned it whoever you know the church or whoever i would not let them take all because everybody wanted a piece of it it's kind of like the shroud you know um so i was a no we're just gonna enjoy this uh, wonderful artifact mm -hmm. so she then started you know that it, she just kept digging in because she was so fascinated with it she found some evidence of a um, what was his name gosh I think I'd be more prepared wouldn't you 
uh, listen, for the people listening, I wish we had video. You would see that this man is prepared. <laughs> well, the fella was, um, they called him Frenchy. This is really getting... Okay, they called him Frenchies, Frenchies, uh, and his last name was, gosh, gosh. You sure it wasn't Pepe? Wasn't Pepe. Wasn't uh, Pepe Le Pew or anybody like that. But he, um, Rojas, sorry. Francis Rojas. Pepe Rojas. Oh, Francis Rojas. Right. Now, she dug into this, and there was another uh, fellow who came forward and said his grandfather probably built it because they had this, he was German, and he had this memory of him, uh, you know, in the family. They said, yeah, he built a, a staircase in in Santa Fe. Okay. They always said that for some reason. Never said which one. Didn't say which one, didn't say. And he said, I think it's my, you know, great, great, great grandfather who built this. And, you know, so it was kind of a splashy claim. And so people looked into it and they couldn't really verify anything. You know, it's just this story from the past. Well, yeah, like, obviously the great, great, great grandfather didn't want to be identified. Correct. But his grandson, great-great-grandson, wanted him. Got it. So the great-great-grandson finally said, wait, I found my grandfather's toolbox in an attic and a sketch of a spiral staircase that looked very similar to the one in uh, Loretto Chapel. But, you know, mysteriously, the tools and the original were lost. He did have a photocopy made. So that was the only, you know, and so people kind of went, yeah, I'm not sure that's going to Did you say a photocopy? Photocopy. Photocopy. Yeah. Um, so it still remained a mystery until this amateur historian, uh, Miss Cook, dug deeper. She found several things. A reference uh, to a chapel day book with the nuns entering a payment uh, dated 1881, uh, which indicated $150 for wood. Now, one of the things they did do at the time when they first were trying to find the carpenter to do the banquet is the um, ladies, you know, the nuns, went to all the local lumber yards and said, do you have a bill for us for lumber? Trying to find this guy. No one had it. No one had a bill for lumber. No, no, you, no one's wanted lumber from us from you. They couldn't tie them together. And so that made it more mysterious. But she had a this book that said $150 for wood. If you were going to kind of how much that how much that is, is about in today's dollars, 4,500 bucks. So it wasn't an insignificant sum. Like cheap amount, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and it's, it, she kind of linked Francis Rojas to this. Now, Francis Rojas was from France. In France, this staircase style is built. Without the centerpiece? Yes. Without the centerpiece. Double helix. Now, the other thing about the staircase, it was a double helix with 33 stairs. Jesus was 33 when he died. It was a very biblical um, staircase. Uh, you sure that they weren't talking about Alexander the Great? Because he died 33 as well. I understand. That's but a good point. How do you know? They were, <laughs> it was in a church, a Catholic church, some 
pretty sure it's Jesus. But Alexander the Great was very pro-religious uh, freedom, wasn't he? Was that not him? That was somebody else. I'm thinking about Constantinople and all. Yeah. Can't Constantine. Constantine. I'm just really Constantinople. That. Constantinople. I'm thinking about Emperor Constantine. Yeah. That's my bad. And you got one's Greek, one's Roman. We're, we're way off here. Yeah, we're, we're really we're, messing we're, this we're up. Really <laughs> dang it. Explaining stuff. Now you see how legends are created. Um, <laughs> they so they they this was a French style of unsupported spiral staircase. So this this is not then a miracle to build one. Maybe build one by yourself, but it was those things were being built. Yes. Now in the Americas, it might have been seen as a miracle mm-hmm. because they built them in Europe with spruce because spruce is lightweight and it's flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like I guess that's like what the whole point of it is is that it doesn't it's not like gravity defying or physics defying or anything like that it's just that at it's the miraculous time, though, this you. was built and by being built by like one person and the way that this person just showed up out of the middle of nowhere um, built a, an impossible staircase no with, glue or nails and with 33 stairs um, that made the church more beautiful like it added to it um you know that's that's some that's some incredible work that came out of the blue after a novena and engineers also have looked at it and they go i don't know this this shouldn't work we'll go look in france see how they did it that's what these engineers didn't know Right. They're not stair engineers. They're engineers, <laughs> civil engineers. OK, so it does look very like that. But ironically, in 2018, mm-hmm. the uh, International Stair Builders Association, something like that. I swear to God, this is a real organization. There is one. And, and if you know about construction, I think people in construction might back me up on this. Stairs are like the one thing that is just really shows you have a lot of skill if you can build a good set of stairs. Just think about how, like, you have to make all the little steps equal. Yeah, and, and lay it out, and there's all sorts of tricks to that. That'd be like a lot of math. Yeah, that would, that would and, frustrate me. And also, they keep it pretty secret. If you talk to a guy who builds stairs real good, you go, how do you do that? He goes, I'm not telling you. I want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and I'll tell you, you don't notice a good set of stairs, but you notice some that are wrong. Like, yeah. For instance, at our house, that you know that they have the front stairs, those things are perfect. Mm-hmm. Now, what they did was they had to make a little landing halfway down so they could make it work, right? But on the other side is the servant steps, and you go down them, and the bottom steps is only half a step. Mm-hmm. In the first year you live there, you fall. Yep. <laughs> and then you get used to it, and you bump your head. You know, it's funny. Those stairs remind me of the stairs that, like, in a lot of the castles that we went to in Japan. Like, they're really, really steep. Um, yeah. but Would you say mansion-like? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you refuse to accept it. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that's a little joke between me and James. Anyway. <laughs> they sometimes have jokes together. Sometimes yes. they don't. <laughs> sometimes one has okay, it and the other so doesn't. The Stairmeisters were the Stairmasters and the Stairmeisters. Yeah, and they, it's a real organization. They had their convention there. Okay. Well, obviously, you want to go see, if you were into stairs, you want to go see the miraculous, you know, staircase. Macris Boost staircase. Right. So they went there and 
there were fellows who'd build them for years and you're going, I have no earthly idea how the heck they did it. They were amazed. Like, and, and that's the thing, too, is that the staircase is possible, but with the context of, like, how it all happened. No help. Yeah. In the 1800s. See, but I think he was sneaking people in the back door. That could be. Uh, there, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, <laughs> the uh, other thing was that uh, they go, and then finally someone said, well, that looks French. And, you know, obviously it was a French influence cathedral. And he, they, what do you mean? He goes, well, back, way back when, they would uh, make them prefab and send them over. In other words, they would build components of the stairs, bend them, all those things, right. and then send those materials, and then they were assembled. Like by a Statue artists. of Liberty. So, why would he need the two tubs? Because you have to have a little bit of bending oh, okay. to get it right. Okay. So, he might have soaked parts in there to get them to fit. See, but that would still be pretty crazy that he would, like, get the exact things that he would need. He just shows up to this random yeah, place. Yeah, that part's, yeah. Yeah, and and there was something else that she found was a manifest when he came over from France to America, the uh, architect, showing that there was a, it was like $4,000 for wood on the on the very ship he was on. Hmm. Now, no actual, you know, him signing off on or anything like that, but it does fit with what a prefab spiral staircase of 33 steps might be. This is what she proposed. She says he's the one who built it, and he built it from prefab spruce from Europe. Okay. Uh, now... You, you get you. This is where we get into some controversy, I guess you'd call it. Um, it's still an incredible feat. It doesn't mean the novena was not done. Mm -hmm. uh, the novena was answered, and you know this sounds very much like what things God's done for me. Mm -hmm. uh, not this miraculous, but you know, kind of something showing up at the you right never time. You know, could have done something miraculous for you, you. like yeah, like mm -hmm. I survived on the road quite a bit uh <laughs> there's some times i probably should have been dead but anyway i should have gotten kidnapped in mexico one time so i understand yeah, yeah. so in other words for me actually you know it's very easy to see the pictures and go, yeah that's pretty spectacular until you go there and you walk around that thing you can get i can get you know two or three feet from the staircase and there is this very robust iron um, railing now. Uh, but then you think the railing was put in about 100 years later. <laughs> uh, so this thing had lasted that long, people going up and down it. And they put one iron post pretty in the 40s, I believe, because they just, this can't last forever and we must preserve it to support it a little more. But I'm thinking they didn't need to do that. That was just their not one lack of faith. Lack of faith. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, but the fact that it, it bounced, that I think freaked people out. But I think that was part <laughs> of the design. Yeah, it was like, we know that it's going to bounce a little bit. It's yeah. okay. Plus, people were using it a lot at that time. And they've since then, since it's gone into private hands, 
pretty much no one touches it. But it is still flawless. I mean, you know, it's, it's done some work with wood uh, in my life, just the, the finish, and I couldn't find a gap. I couldn't find anything. Uh, so after the novena, is that how you say it? Yes. yes. How long was it before the old man showed up? He showed up. He like, showed up on the ninth day, the ninth last day, day of the novena. All right. And so if he had pre-ordered, he would have had to have measured and stuff, which is not possible, right? He couldn't have measured it. We have no record of that now. The only thing that I saw, are we finished with that or do you want to ask? Well, I'm just trying to figure out, you know, how it could not be a miracle. I have a potential answer. So there was, okay, it's going to be very vague potential answer, but um, I got this from Jimmy Aiken's Mysterious World of Mysteries. I can't remember what it's actually called. Is he but, an optometrist here in town? Yes. No, it's, uh, he's not an optometrist, but then Jimmy Aiken. Okay. Jimmy, Jimmy Aiken's, Aiken's Mysterious an, World. I have he's it right. an, yeah, he's an excellent apologetic guy for the Catholics, and yeah. he also is very interested. He's kind of like a big, big Jim character. Have you okay. seen him, Glenn? Yeah, yeah. Video called up right oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That's him. So, um, he uh, they've done the best dive. If you really, if you want to know about this, go watch that video. Yeah, it's he did a really great job video. with it. Um, don't watch our podcast, watch his. Crossed <laughs> <laughs> so my mind. He um, well, like, he, yeah, he's like a big Jim character, and he does like a lot of um, similar voice, by the way. Yeah, radio announcer voice. Yeah, he even had like a little Mexican blanket that he that sits. Yeah. Um, anyway, but he, that is a chant from a Mexican baseball team. Um, so he, uh, they were explaining it on that, um, where he like, okay. So basically there was some kind of, um, group that was over this group. So, you know, like the Catholics, they like to have their hierarchies. Well, they had a hierarchy above this territory and it seems like they might've known that there was a problem with the staircase. And so they were doing their own work to try to figure out what can we do about the staircase? And they, they were helping find somebody, um, as far as the novena goes. So you can say like, again, there is a logical explanation for what happened, but my understanding of how prayer works is that God makes logical things happen, like to answer prayers. And so he could, um, put things together in a way where it's not, it's not St. Joseph showing up. And that's kind of what frustrates me about some of the Catholic stuff where it's like, it can still be a miracle without it being, an insane situation that like has never happened before. Um, but God could have just put things in order perfectly so that this person shows up with a 33 stair staircase and, um, and gets it done for this women, like these women on the ninth day of the novena. And that also helps with, um, bringing people to the faith where they can see, Hey, this is some serious stuff. And so, uh, I don't think that, um, it's like physic defying this guy showed up out of nowhere and his only purpose was to build the staircase. But I do think that it was still a miracle. Yeah, I, I agree. Just even if all this has this explanation, this explanation is an extraordinary explanation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, um, 
and it's not 100% confirmed, but it's not like you could get on the internet and figure this out. Yeah. No, it's not like you could show up and figure this out. This takes research. Why didn't someone just build one with a pole? Uh, I think because that's not the style. French style was without it. Yeah, like they were, they were trying, like that was the whole incredible thing about the staircase is that it matched the style of the church I gotcha. perfectly. Yeah, the French Gothic style yeah. that they were going for. Mm -hmm. And uh, one with a pole would have been thought of at the time as, oh my God. You know, plus, oh, it's not easy to build one with a pole in it either at that it might, time. It might have taken out more, it might have made it wider. Yeah, maybe. and it might have made it harder. Yeah. You know, you would have had to stabilize the pole somehow. And if you see it, that's the weird thing. The, you know, you've got the loft of choir loft up here. It comes right here. So where would you put the pole? All the way up into a 20-foot ceiling? Oh, yeah. So you'd have to... You're going to do a cantilever truss. Yeah. But then that would have looked really... Yeah. Good. Not good. I'll just tell you, it fits perfectly in this chapter. Have you considered joining the, the staircase group? No. Okay. It's, it's about like 170 of them. I don't know. It seems like you really like stairs and you're thinking about it. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm being polite to them. No, no, no. I, I think it's a good thing. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just like asking because we're, we're concerned about our members. Um, they're dwindling. So there you go. But you know, if you, I'm showing James a picture. Yeah, I've seen, you've, I've seen it. You showed me one on the internet. That is amazing. It's beautiful. Like yeah. it, it's. But you can see why a pole. It would look. It would look pretty not good mm -hmm. if it had a center pole. Not a specific staircase, obviously can't have a, a, a center pole, but they could have built one, but it. It, it still would have, like, I feel like that would have, like, if you had a pole, it goes around the pole, and that would have really messed up the, like, how much space you had, yeah. Huh. And I mean, I think, you know, at some point, I wish they hadn't put the rails on, but they did. Well, now they can do Christmas decorations on it with the rails, so... And they do it as a, it is a venue for weddings. The cathedral itself would be just beautiful. It is, oh, it is it's very stunning. The way they did the, uh, the uh, dome part mm -hmm. of it is very similar to the one, to the, the big cathedral or church in, in, in uh, Shreveport. Yeah. I was, I was observing that when I was there. Mm -hmm. When I realized I wasn't converting, I started focusing on the church. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that's understandable. <laughs> kind of like the uh, stair guys. Okay. Uh, but it still does not, for me, um, lessen the mystery of it all. Oh, no, no. It's, it's, uh, you, when you think, what year was it this has happened again? Exactly. 1881 ish. Okay. So after the Civil War, we are here in the, in the big mad dash to the West. So it's early in that. So, very, very crude, very, very um, primitive type living primarily. Yeah, church, adobe houses is basically what they had. That church would stand out like a sore thumb. It did. You know. Whatever that means. <laughs> we well, it stand out like a beacon. We went to, uh, whenever we went to Japan, we went to Hakodate. That's a, um, a city or whatever in northern Japan. I think it's like on a separate like mm. island. You I know, thought it was street. a soup made out of fish. Okay. Uh, that was uh, unfortunately wrong. Fish soup. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
I was looking at the the ceiling of Loretto Chapel, and it's the same as the Catholic Church. It's very similar. Like, so the Catholic Church in Japan was blue, like the ceiling was, but it's a similar structure style thing. Um, like the I don't know, like that's a very standard looking um, ceiling for yes. Catholic churches. Yes. Yeah. Now I'm, I, we got screwed here in Ruston with Catholic Church. It is very upsetting. It looks like Andrew Lloyd Wright or whatever his name is. So upsetting. Andrew Lloyd Wright. Yeah. Uh, they, they, yeah, like they did it in like that modern style from like whatever decade that was. I think we need to get permission to the Pope to start over. I know. I like that would be a good one to start from scratch. I would love to start like a fund to get rid of that church. It's just I do like I do like our giant crucifix though. Um, I really do love like just you can't miss it. the art yeah, yeah of that but um everything else about it is uh, it, it's an eyesore I mean it, that, that is a fabulous story I mean it's just crazy that, that it happened like that and yeah for you to to discount it you'll have to say all those nuns are a bunch of liars yeah I, I think there's a lot of truth to the story of how it was told mm -hmm. and i think that the things they've discovered don't make that inconsistent mm -hmm. uh, the only thing i didn't say how do you tie in the little girls what that would made the nuns come there yeah okay yeah the little girls that's why they were there yeah so he was they were building that church thing for the girls school like he they wanted actually to built i think the lorenzo chapel for the nuns too worship yeah and then there right next to it was their convent and next to that was the church school camp. but the girls would go sing like the little girls yeah. would go sing in that uh they would have to go up the stairs and sing on the choir because there's why the little girl. girls had to go up there too yeah they had to go up there they too crawled. yeah so that's that's kind of where the like crawling story came from some of the girls were like really scared to go up and down it but i've kind of been there mm -hmm. i'm not uh, saying i would have i would i would have definitely been cautious mm -hmm. and it's and when Oh my gosh! There's uh, he's showing the um. These are pictures I'm showing them of the chapel that I took. Of the oh, that's those are your photos. That's amazing. Those yeah, those are the um. And then if we had if Dwayne and Glenn were doing their job, uh -huh. we would be on video by now, and you would be able to show it. <laughs> yeah, well, considering we're having a problem just uh, getting the, the monitors to work. That is stunning. Um, the wow. he's showing the stained glass windows, and then obviously the uh, staircase too. The stained glass windows, ladies and gentlemen, blew me away. Way, mm -hmm. knowing how they were constructed and looking they were they were really more beautiful than any stained glass i've seen to be honest with you it was interesting i'm gonna i'm gonna change up this like a little bit it's gonna be a similar topic but it was interesting going to the catholic church in japan because obviously they're all focused on like buddhism and i can't remember what the other religion is but, confucius huh confucius okay. no no Confucius and something else. She's right. It's not Baku Akalani. Okay, let's let's get away from that. Um, but anyway, they're they're so devoted to those different religions that you go to those shrines and they are truly impressive. Um, like the the I can't I think it's the Buddhist temples and then the something shrines, but I can't remember what that religion is. Uh, but going to the Catholic Church, it was almost underwhelming but it, it like brought so much peace 
Because, like, the art, it's not like they were going crazy on the ceilings and, like, super uh, artsy with it. Um, it was a little bit more, um, like, low-key than the, the shines and everything. No, yeah, that would also go along with their uh, culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was, uh, it was still very calming and um, beautiful, so... How many Catholic churches did you do? Is there just one that you found there or what? Um, now, you didn't get to go to mass, right? No, we didn't get to go to mass. Because I'd uh, love to heard how that went. We Okay, so I was trying to go to mass whenever we were docked at Kyoto. Uh, we were actually docked at Osaka, and we would have to go to Kyoto. Um, Osaka has some Catholic churches, and I was looking around at them um, to try to figure out when their masses were. But the only mass that we could have attended was at 2 p.m., and... It was in Japanese, and well, that would have been okay in Japanese. But you question was you've been back to the gangway. Yeah, time. yeah, and that would have been the problem too. I don't even know if we were finished with what we were doing by that time. And so yeah, there was like that. That was kind of the whole issue is that they weren't holding mass on board. Sometimes they do, but they weren't. And um, and all the other times that we were docked, there was like no way to get to it. Um, but that's why, like, we at least wanted to go visit that church. We also visited, visited the Russian Orthodox Church. Um, geez, the art in there is impressive. See, the in in the um in the Japanese church that we went to, the um so Glenn is showing like the front of the church and it has like that big uh what is that called? I don't even know. I was a Catholic. I don't know a lot of things. Um, it's at the altar. Yeah. You know, you there's so much in this. Um, little chapel, and they call it little, but it's so tall. Mm -hmm. It's a little footprint, but it's tall as it can get. And you look up, and you just see something different every minute. Mm -hmm. uh, it's to, it's a lot to take in just by itself, but it's so incredibly gorgeous. Yeah, the altar is very similar to the altar in Japan, but um, in Japan it was like all gold. Um, there's a lot of gold and reds and blues. Um, but I was saying something about that. I can't remember what it was. Something, something else that I thought was just gorgeous, um, was like, I have to go back to Japan because I'm just like, my brain is there, but I thought it was really beautiful how you'll hear all these stories about like all these other gods and everything. And, um, like, what was it? One of them, it, uh, there was like a shrine or something that was built and it was because, oh, a female goddess um that was redundant she <laughs> she had this like Not crazy these days <laughs> she had this that's true she had this uh crazy like robe thing and um a human found it and she wanted her robe back he wasn't going to give it back unless she sang some sort of song that gets you to the heavens or something like that and um she said i can't sing it unless you give me my robe back and so he said, but I can't give you the road back because if you, if I give it back, you're just going to leave without, um, like doing what I'm asking. And she said, no, I'm not allowed to lie. And so he gives her the road back and she lies and runs away. And, um, it was interesting because like, that was some kind of, uh, oh, you know what? That was in like this forest that we went to. It was a pine forest. The pine trees in Japan are insane. Um, but it was interesting because, it was all based around a god that was lying to the people that are like worshiping them. And uh, it was amazing going back to the Catholic Church and just seeing um, 
the uh, Stations of the Cross, where like it goes over uh, the like passion story and just seeing like the absolute like love that Christ had and that, that, that sacrifice and everything. And so that's why, you know, again, like with this novena, um, I don't think that it was like, you don't think he said an angel from heaven above to do yes. this is, he said it in motion. This would happen. Yes. But I do believe that, um, that prayer works and that novenas work, especially if they're done for the right reason. And, um, and that God was showing his love by sending the right people and like get lining things up to get this done. Um, one of housekeeping thing here, I, I would have definitely not gotten this in trivia at all. And I just read some about Japanese religion and I would not have gotten this. Mm-hmm. I tell you how little my teeny, teeny little brain can hold things. Shinto. Shinto. Yeah. I was, I was thinking Shinto shrine, but I was like, I didn't want to say it wrong and be that confident in it, but I was thinking that was like the first time I've ever heard it. And I know I just read on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's like something slipped on me. That one slipped on me. Shinto. That was kind of the thing that I, I don't know if I regret it the most or like if I don't, but I really didn't know the history of most of the shrines and temples and stuff that we went to. Um, We would kind of get, a discussion about it whenever we were heading over there like in a tour bus and the woman would be trying to explain it but um no offense it was in broken english it was sometimes really hard to tell like i was interpreting for mom what the woman was saying um so it was hard to put together what the history was but at the same time whenever i went to peru i like i participated in a ritual that I shouldn't have participated in and I was trying to be just really careful about not doing that here or like getting some kind of uh respect for the shrine that I didn't want to give it I'll give it to the people I don't care like y'all I'm not gonna try to get in the way of you practicing your religion but um yeah that was so who was this with the broken English so we would get these tour guides on Uh, these buses yeah and they would try to explain it would be like this yeah. Your mom no want your mom no want you eat like Yes, that's from another movie. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh what was that? The Emperor of the Sun. Yes. Yeah, so Empire of the Sun. Empire of the Sun. Um <laughs> It is interesting too. Everything here is a movie reference, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> is there anything else specific that we wanted to go over well, with all of this? Uh, I, this oh, wow, picture that's really I funny. have shows why they couldn't put a traditional that is very similar to how the Episcopalians do it mm-hmm. behind so you can't see the choir mm-hmm. yeah and it also acoustically you know makes mm-hmm. it more yeah. ethereal yeah I mean like the the Catholic church and um that we went to in Shreveport has that too actually mm-hmm. Monique and I went up there it's fun and that's that's traditional you know, mm-hmm. and it's to create a mood mm-hmm. it is a beautiful place and when you were sending those pictures to me while you were on your vacation showing off that I had to work and you were on vacation <laughs> I was looking at those pictures and it was amazing mm-hmm. that's right I was on vacation you damn right he was vacating from his vacation I was vacating from my r- retirement <laughs> anyway you know, a lot of people that we were with were doing the same thing. So, like, everybody that I talked to, I talked to a lot of uh, the, the older people on the cruise. I like old people. Um, and then I don't, I'm not talking you. about y'all's age. Okay, stop it. But uh, most of them were retired, and um, it was kind of funny hearing them talk about, yeah, yeah, that's what we do now. I was a youngster in Branson, so there you go. <laughs> Me and Lori were the youngest couple in Branson. Mom was, mom was young. They um, thought she was hot stuff. 
Uh, sure. <laughs> no, I was I was just thinking about it. The the um, I, I met a couple that was sixty four years old, and they seemed very young. So, and that's dad's age now. So. Yeah. yeah, I was so disappointed for all my, ever since I became aware of the Beatles, I said, when I'm 64, I'm going to get a birthday greeting and a bottle of wine. And I did not get a bottle of wine. I was very disappointed. Do you want a bottle of wine? It's still? too late now. Yeah, okay. You can only get to be 64 once. And so true. I never get my bottle of wine. Wait, how old are you? 64. Yeah, well, you're still 64. You can still get a bottle no. of wine. A birthday greeting bottle of wine. I think that's saying that's on your birthday. Wait, wait, wait. when is your birthday? The twentieth. It's yeah. still today is technically within your birth week. <laughs> so it's not too late. Um, get him some Thunderbird. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, he's not gonna drink it, so we might as well not spend the money. I think my biggest my biggest issue with some of the things that go on with the Catholic Church. So um, it is is how they try to turn everything into um, uh, an, a completely unbelievable miracle. Well, you know, the Catholic Church has humans in it. Yeah. That's the fact. And, yeah. and, and you know, it's that age of faith. We did, we, we had a podcast on it. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, you could hear us talking about this. And, and it goes to those who can't prove it by science. You know, they say we just haven't gone deep enough. It's just mm-hmm. something that can be described, can be explained by science, and then there's about faith, and say you can't, you cannot ever explain these things. Mm-hmm. They're they're out there. You have to accept them by faith. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm in the middle, and mm-hmm. I always have been. Exactly. I, I I think I do believe miracles happen, but I think it's sometimes a timing miracle, and that's what Sarah's saying. Mm-hmm. I, I I agree with Sarah. Mm-hmm. And it, but but sometimes they, you know, I do know that three times in my life, there was a voice in my head, don't, or do, do something. And mm-hmm. it was right both, all three times. Yep. And, and I say both because two of them are just undeniable mm-hmm. that the thoughts were there and it was correct. And I had to instantly accept it. Yeah. Right. Well, those are miracles. Mm-hmm. Who knows? And, and who knows that those things, those same exact thoughts are put into somebody and says, Hey, you need to prepare some stairs. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, build these stairs. So I, I think that there's still a supernatural element to it as far as getting things lined up, but there could still be a rational explanation. Um, and so people who try to say, like, try to just debunk in every way possible, um, there being some, like, hey, this guy had a shipment for wood coming from France with him, and it was one of those situations where you, like... Pre-manufactured, maybe. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing that makes it so miraculous. Yeah, but yeah. again, it's a miracle. I don't think about it as a non, it's a miracle. I just yeah, don't know it's, it's still a miracle. St. Joseph. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm with you there. I'm, I'm just saying that this is miraculous. Miraculous exactly. that it came together. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. I yep. can't, you know, what's the chances of all? Oh, do you got something that's 22 feet high? Well, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 33 steps? 33 steps. All of them are 33 steps. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't build any stairs unless there's 33, yeah, 33 steps. 33, you know, I'm a mason. 33, you know, that's <laughs> my thing, dude. You knew that when you came here. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, uh, I didn't think you could stretch this this long. And it wasn't stretched. It was that was the right amount of time. It's an amazing. I wish we did have audio, video. I mean, video because 
the church is amazingly beautiful. It is. Mm. It is I can't even just even my pictures won't describe its real just beauty. But the, the, that, yeah. the, the problem I have with it is, is there's not enough seats for the parishioners to pay for it. You need enough people to come and donate. Well, that's why they didn't take out those other seats because that was an option. They could have. And there already weren't many. Put in a new. Yeah, yeah you can see. It's it's a tiny church. Yeah, and it's got. Wait, wait. It's few seating. There's not much seating, right? Yeah, that's correct. It's tall. But, but it's tall. Uh, I could tell you that that's why people call my place a mansion, even though it's not that big. It's mm -hmm. tall. It's it's imposing. What is it? He's tall and he's large. That's yep. from Popeye. It may not be the best. Yes. But better than the rest. And he's large. Yep. Uh, <laughs> absolute classic. We could do the movies here. <laughs> Another movie reference. God, I couldn't believe that. I love Lori's shirts in those pictures. That's a really nice outfit. She hates them. Um, <laughs> pictures of her. Uh, you know, since we're on religion, I'm just going to not get away from the Japanese religion. Um, but I'm going to get on to white people. It was crazy. The amount of people that are willing to participate in religious ceremonies that they have absolutely nothing to do with. And like, I was one of those people. I did that in Peru and, um, and like, I very openly admit how stupid it was, but it is interesting how many people are trying to find this like peace and this love through writing wishes on, uh, plastic, like gold hearts and, um, tie it to a, mm. a staircase in Japan. It's like, what are you doing? You don't even know why this has an effect on anything or if if there is a god doing it who's doing it and why they're doing it like it's really interesting like if you actually understood the full religion and we're like yes i'm down for this i get it that's right. one thing but um a woman was explaining how she participated in some kind of like incense ceremony with the monk and it's like, do you know what that was about? You know why Charlotte didn't let me go on that trip, don't you? Uh, why? She was afraid I was going to blow the Buddha belly. I'm so sorry, ladies and gentlemen, that you had to hear that. Anyway, uh... <laughs> hey, were you tempted? Go up to a Buddha belly. There was a Buddha belly. Actually, there was one that we went to in South Korea. And it was funny. If you pet the belly, apparently you are going to have a son. Um, <laughs> and there was a girl. There was like a group of uh, these these Korean girls that were walking in front of us. So it was like high school girls. It was like, it seemed to be like the high school day. Like all of the high school kids were out exploring. And um, she was walking with her friends and she just casually touched it like I guess she, like sometimes like when you're walking you're just like doing that with your hand and she realized that she rubbed the belly and like all of the friends giggled and she was like oh no yeah it was really cute it was really funny to see that <laughs> <laughs> so like cats in the garter mm -hmm. yeah kind of um, the only experience I've had similar to that is at Comic-Con um, Comic-Con's the, the cartoon people it's it's uh, in San Diego, the one in, in the San Diego where they're whacking it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, th there was a forum. They have these forums where you go and they talk about different projects that people are doing. But one was with Stan Lee and another guy I'd, I've never heard of yet. I assumed he was an artist because he was, uh, you know, a comic artist because he had a large, you know, long Japanese name. Mm -hmm. uh, 
And so we went there, and in the line were teenage Oriental and Japanese girls, about 13 to 14, everywhere. And I'm going, wow, <laughs> I didn't know that, I guess Asian gals are into Stan Lee, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and uh, Stan Lee, originator of Spider-Man, by the way. Um, so we went in there, and there was a screen the size of a house that was a 4K screen. Uh, and in other words... Oh, really? 4K? Well, it was... And this was years ago, by the way. And you're talking about something the size of a stadium that was crystal clear. Is that like that eyeball in Vegas? Yeah, but way more impressive in my opinion. I uh, but it, you're sitting there, and I'm way back in this room of 5,000 people. And, and 4,000 of them are Asian girls. Yes, mm-hmm. literally. Mm-hmm. And this, then they, they introduced this uh, band, you know, on video, X. <laughs> Did they play Tokyo Shoeshine Boy? No. Okay. They were a hard rock band oh, okay. that was super big in Japan. And that's why all these girls were there to see this, this lead singer who was with Stan Lee. Oh. Now, Stan Lee is real hard of hearing. <laughs> and this gentleman, nice kid, by the way, uh, didn't speak a lick of English, so he had an interpreter. So at one point, and, the, and Stan's guy was uh, uh, a famous comic book artist. And his name escapes me now. You tell him. Rodriguez. No, no not Rodriguez. <laughs> tell him. But he's not Tom. Anyway, he... Uh, That's his full name, Tony Rodriguez. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, he... Uh, th- there was one point Stan couldn't hear the question, and the other guy was getting interpreted, and so it was like there was two interpreters... <laughs> It was funny. That anyway, is very, that's yeah, cute. Yeah. yeah. It was like there was two interpreters because they would, they'd ask a question, they'd both lean over to their interpreter, but one oh, decided in English. <laughs> he couldn't hear the amplified I voice. I got you. That's funny. I got you. Yeah. I got you. But, but the girls were there to see Stan Lee? No. No. They were there to see this Japanese guy. Hiroshi. You know what's funny? Um, I that was, was a hard story to follow. I was, Sorry. no, no, no. I followed it very clearly. And I think it's actually really interesting that, um, that that was the case because I was trying to look up Japanese music before I went over and um uh I was looking up like top Japanese songs and artists and whatnot and a lot of heavy metal showed up and so I do have like quite a bit of heavy metal on my Japanese playlist um it's really I like cool. the metal it's yeah. really cool sounding I like rock I'm a rocker so but I have a very important question mm-hmm. while you were in Japan Sarah yes was there a PJ's coffee? Wait, wait, can I, before we get into that last part, can I okay. just say, yes. mention something really quickly about the picture that you have up right now with the Stations of the Cross? Um, this, like, those are gorgeous at that Loretta Chapel. They, it, I blew me away. Yeah, uh, sorry. It's just, like, they're, they're actual, um, like, I guess, sculptured, like, figures of the state. At least it's not just photos or pictures of the Stations of the Cross, and that is insanely beautiful and just everything about that uh yeah, if, I, if i went to, the, went to santa fe i'd go yes i would yes. you've you convinced me to do that now was there pj's coffee in santa fe ah now there's the one drawback <laughs> <laughs> i mean a beautiful place wonderful culture great people some were a little liberal 
because uh, they said paper, plastic, and if you said plastic, you were going. They put you in jail. Um, Kill a tree or choke a fish. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> what it was. But really, if you really wanted it, we had to buy bags that would we could put whatever in. I know. Yeah. My, well, I have a daughter-in-law who does that. Yeah, that's so, her one flaw. But anyway, <laughs> so we bought. We had the Santa Fe bags, you know, but uh, it, it wouldn't have mattered because they didn't have delicious coffee in Santa Fe. They had good coffee. And we had some, but it wasn't PJs and hot. It wasn't the best. No, wasn't the best. It wasn't. But did they have some all natural Red Bull? They, you know, they kind of frowned on all natural Red Bull. I told them it was all natural. (laughs) And they said, you want Red Bull? You sure you don't want a margarita? You know, that kind of. Because they they pushed the margaritas, trust me. Uh, (laughs) Did the margarita trail, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, So, anyway, the. there just wasn't that and you know that they had pastries but they weren't delicious they weren't pj's hot no they weren't pj's hot pastry i tell you and no zap chips they might as well not eat what what's a zap chip they this don't even know atrocious it. right now so tell me where you know. can get these things you can get them at the hot pj's really i did not know that everything i just talked about for instance this morning i'm having delicious zulu coconut delicious but there's also French roast, there's Maple Street blend, there is Roast 35, which I highly recommend. And uh, you can get that all freshly brewed or any way you want at the hot PJ's in Houghton. It's a delicious, wonderful place. And if I want to sit down and just browse the internet? My gosh, it's the best place I've been to, to browse the internet. Wonderful. Well, I am so glad to hear that. Sarah, welcome back to the United States. Thank you. I'm very happy to be back. I was homesick, so that's good. You were kitty sick. I was. Well, Oscar, did you know Oscar was depressed? Yes, I heard that. Yeah, Oscar was depressed, which is really nice. Yeah. I like everyone. Doc gave us an update. Um, Yeah, poor Uh, thing. So he's been happy now. Um, So we're all, we're one big happy cat and raccoon family now. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, we will be back Monday. We are going to talk about the, the J6, how they prosecuted them. We'll have Victoria on there to talk about that. Um, I don't think you want to miss, miss it. I think it's, I doubt you do. It I mean, I re- revelatory. It, oh, no, but honestly, kid, no kidding aside, uh, it is covered very well. They're probably as good as you're going to hear it covered anywhere else as to what statute they're using to prosecute the J6ers. And how weak the Court of Appeal for Washington, D.C. was in their ruling and that there is hope that the Supreme Court has taken will take writs and overrule. Wow. Yes. And if you want to understand that clearly, you'll tune in Monday. And I will tell you this, that on Tuesday, we will tie it into Stalinism. There we go. Very exciting. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you, Sarah. Appreciate you, Glenn. That was a lot of work you did. Thank you so much. We will appreciate our listeners and we'll be back Monday. Bye-bye. Bye.